Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here, along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Good morning, Kelly. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm all ready to provide you with another lovely story for December. <laughs> good. Bring it on. Okay. So I need the name of a male, please. Okay. So I've chosen De Beer. So the session actually doesn't start with De Beer. It starts because his mom and his sister call to book the appointment together. And we are doing the session over technology where we have video so that I can see them and they can see me. And after we get through the consent, they ask if they can record. That's consented to. And then mom says, um, our intention today is just to ask you what you get about De Beer. And I said, okay, are you telling me anything about him? Anything in particular? Do you want medical intuitive? And just as I say, do you want medical intuitive out loud to, to my humans, I hear in the spirit world, I'm De Beer and I'm dead. They're not looking for medical intuitive. And I, I, I just felt heartbroken. Hmm. I just thought, oh, good Lord, this woman has lost her son. And this young woman, this, well, she's a, I'll say she's a child. She's around 12. She's lost her brother. So De Beer says to me, they want to know how I'm doing. They just, they just want to hear anything, Karen. They're so open, so I'm going to have fun with it because they're not like just looking for proof. They're not trying to test you. They're just really here to see how I'm doing. 
and what they can learn. Can we break this down already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to go back to a couple of things. The first one being you got interrupted by a spirit, Debir, who said, no, no, this is their intent. So he actually did some of the work in clarifying mm-hmm. what the clients in front of you wanted, which is really cool. But I'm, I'm saying that because it doesn't always happen that way. Mm-hmm. And because he said, no, I'm dead. They're not looking for medical intuitive, which do not always go together. Mm-hmm. Some people call for medical intuitive to find out what the hell happened to their loved one who passed. Mm-hmm. And as well, if they're doing okay. So medical intuitive can still go with medium about the person who has passed. And I want people to know and be open to that if you're still thinking about booking a session and going, oh, no, okay, oh, wait, yeah. (laughs) Good? Yes. I also want to note, too, that even though you haven't said it, I know that there was a conversation about a 12-year-old being present. Oh, absolutely. Um, So for anyone who's listening thinking, oh, great, my kids can sit in on the session, Nope. There's definitely a screening procedure that happens to talk about intent, to talk about maturity level, Mm -hmm. to talk about the potential kinds of messages that can come through. So the adult who is present is educated about what they are putting their child in front of Mm -hmm. so that you're not scarring them Mm -hmm. or walking in unknowingly. Mm -hmm. Ah, Thank you for doing all of that. Yeah. I'm going to keep going back. With the heartwarming story, yes. Yeah, and stay on track with the story. You have a fun job. (laughs) And then you have the amazing job of educating people. Oh, thanks. And I love that. And you couldn't do it if you didn't have all the very same gifts as me and if they didn't work so very similar. True. Thank you. Because so many other people that are mediums or medical intuitives or any kind of intuitive listening to us might go, oh, God, hope nobody's listening to those two because it doesn't work the same way for me. Mm-hmm. And we know because we have clients who've seen other people and maybe they need to hold something oh in my God, order. We've seen other people. Pardon me? We've seen other people. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So I'll get right back into the story again. So he begins by saying, um, I, I just want to say that I have my stuffed animal with me. And I'm not saying which one, but I'm saying I do have my stuffed animal with me and I snuggle with it. I love it. And so I started immediately and I told his mom and his sister that he was excited to burst through with this very first message. I didn't even have time to ask him anything. They didn't have time to say much. And he wanted to offer that. And the reaction was this. The daughter turned and looked at her mother. And the mom calmly turned and looked at her daughter. And they both smiled. There was a calmness. There was a peacefulness to them. Not so much that I mean that Debir on the other side is delivering this all very calmly. He was excited. He was ecstatic to share it. The mom and the sister really, really presented this energy to me. And this is what I think is remarkable and worth sharing in today's story, is that they both look at each other peacefully, calmly, no rush, no ups and downs, just sure. So then um, mom says to me, Karen, 
I, I do want to validate. Do I do? Am I supposed to validate? Like, should I tell you if that's right or wrong or why you're telling me that? And I said, if you would like to, you can, but you don't have to. But I certainly appreciate even if you just say that it is accurate, but you don't have to go into a big story. If you don't want to, you can do what you want. And so she said, well, one moment. And she turned to her daughter and she said, would you like to share this? This is your session. And so her daughter turns to me and says, yes, I would like to share this with you. She makes her own decision. And she says, um, we put his stuffed animal in his casket um, just before we left for the funeral for his service that day. Mm. And she says, mom and I and my dad made some decisions about what we wanted to do. And she says, um, I was included in the decisions as to how my brother was going to go on his journey into the other world and how we were going to celebrate that. And I was asked how I would like to contribute. So she says, so I went around and I looked at all his things and I put a bunch of stuff out on his bed and I was told by the funeral director that I was allowed to pick certain things. It couldn't be this big. It couldn't be too many and so on. And so she made this decision that she was going to give him his bear and that she was going to put this in the casket. So she made that choice and decided to share that with me. So I thanked her. Mm -hmm. So his sister says to me, I want to take a moment to tell you that this makes me feel very happy. She says that this makes me feel relieved. And she says, this makes me feel very sure. She says that I know that my brother knows on the other side what I did. She says, and that makes me feel confident mm -hmm. like this. And she takes her time to say it. She's not rushed in how she speaks. It's, it's not hurry up, go to the next thing. You can see where she's really sitting in each of the moments. And you can also see, Kelly, where her mom and her um, both are not rushing each other in what they feel, what they're processing, what they're saying. They're not in a race to speak. Everything is very measured and very um, cared for. And then she says to me, Karen, how, how, do, how, how am I supposed to know that I'm sure about this? Right after all of that. She goes, because other people There's might the problem question right there. this. So she had her moment. Then the, the words other people came in and she lost her sureness. And I didn't say anything. And her mom, now remember, there's a whole way there's a flow here of energy, right? Mm. So it's easy for me not to talk and to not feel stressed, right? Well, it sounds like she's got two good, solid mama bears handling yeah. handling the energy so that she can handle her thoughts. Oh, I love that. So then her mom turns to her and says, the only person who needs to be sure is you. Other people will believe whatever they want. It will only be in your heart and in your mind where you can be sure because you choose to be. And being sure is a choice. Good job, Mom. No kidding. And I'm so 
I'm so grateful, Kelly, Mm -hmm. that the whole way that they set this up, the way that they chose where they sat, how they sat together, how it wasn't two separate chairs, but that they sat. I don't know what they were actually sitting on, but you could see that they could get close together or move apart, almost like a chaise lounge or a bed or something where there aren't partitions. You could see where they had obviously had some kind of conversation or spent time together or perhaps alone. I don't know. But obviously there was some preparation in their mind and in their heart before they started the session Mm -hmm. because that energy carried through. And I got to participate in that energy, pick it up and make sure that I sat in the energy they created because they wanted that for their brother slash son. And I think it was my job to make sure that I didn't fuck up that energy. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw that. So then we're going to go back to Debir. And Debir says to me, look, watch out, Karen. And I see a baseball come flying at my head and I kind of like ducked, <laughs> which is embarrassing <laughs> a little bit. Um, and they both laughed. And they said, what are you doing? And I was laughing, Kelly, because I literally covered my head with both of my hands in my chair. And they said, what are you doing? And, but not meanly. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my God, De Beer threw a baseball at my head. <laughs> and I said, I was ducking. And the young girl says to me, what? I think it's so consistent and hilarious that you ducked instead of even like attempting to like block or catch. <laughs> Cause it's so true of you as a human. Yeah. And then like consistent with the other realm. Yeah. That's very true. That's a good point. Cause far be it from me to think that I should actually catch that ball. Yeah. <laughs> so side note to listeners, I am not a baseball player. So I ducked and they laughed and I'm explaining this to them that he threw this baseball. And I said, I don't know what that was all about. I said, but he just threw a baseball. And she says to me, meaning his sister, she says, oh, she says, well, I'm just going to tell you that that was the other thing that I chose to put in his casket. I put his baseball in it. She says, you know, I had his glove down and I had a bat and I was trying to think about do I put the jersey in? Do I put his pants? Do I put his running shoes? Do I put some smelly socks just to bug him because I'm his sister? And she says, I was trying to figure out and I had the whole outfit laying on the bed. (laughs) She says, and then I looked at the baseball and I thought, no, I'm just going to put the baseball in. I think that says everything about this. Maybe hence why neither of you had a glove either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good, Kelly. I'm liking this 12-year-old. Yeah, that's good. So... Then she says to me, um, okay, I'm understanding how you build on shore. That was quick. Two messages. Yeah. Pretty awesome, eh? And I think about some other clients that get like 30 or 40 in a session or 15, and it's a struggle that they're even close to shore. Mm-hmm. They're not even close. Yeah, and I, it's so interesting because, like, in, in one moment, it's like, nah, they don't have the wisdom of Debir, and you can dismiss it. And then it's like, well, maybe they weren't where she is with her grief either. Yeah. And I can certainly appreciate, I'm sure, uh, anyone in the thick of the grief wanting just one more thing. Just oh, and, yeah. and maybe not even for proof, but it comes across that way. But it's actually 
I don't want the conversation to end. Oh, I agree with you for all of those reasons. And I think of anybody that I love and when they pass that I would want all kinds of affirmations for the laughs, for the reasons that they make you cry, for the reasons that they make you sure, for the reasons that they're just talking to you, for everything you've said. Never mind being dead. I remember calling in my grief and anxiety being away at university Mm. and being like, just tell me one more thing that you did today. Just tell me one more thing you're going to do before you go to bed. Like, just please don't hang up this phone. Yeah. Because I don't want whatever separation is between us to be that much longer. Right. Yeah. I understand that. And I'm so glad that you do. I'm so glad. I hope everybody that has these gifts that shares them with other people in the way that we do knows all of those things. And if they're listening today to this particular show, it's a good reminder for them. Because, you know... We know we need the reminders too, right? Mm -hmm. As you're plugging along each day, speaking to people. So then Debir says to me, I want you to tell them that I sleep in my t-shirts every night. And I have different t-shirts and that I always fall asleep in a shirt. And he says, and I also want my sister to know that I often end up falling asleep or going into her room and laying down beside her when she goes to bed at night. And she's not going to totally understand that because I don't have a body and that it's just pure energy. So like you can tell her that I'm on the bed, but in reality, tell her this, tell her I'm in the t-shirt. And I said, oh, cool. I can do that. He goes, do you think you could explain all of that? Could you remember all of it? And then he starts laughing. He starts giggling like, can you handle that, Karen? Really? Can you? Huh? Because oh that's your job, right? It's too much for you. <laughs> that is such attitude. It is. And I think this too is a lovely thing for people to listen to. That they hear that there's such a gorgeous relationship for you and I and the spirit world. And that it is. it doesn't have to be hard. And it doesn't have to be, well, it's hard in other ways. But that the real, it's speaking to them can be fun. It can be so engaging, so beautiful. It can be witty. It can be an argument. It just can be so many things. And so he says, you go ahead, you tell her all of that. Tell the both of them. So then I repeated it to both of them. And his sister says to me, oh, pardon me, Kelly. I'm getting ahead of myself. She turns to her mom with a big smile on her face. Oh my God, Kelly melted my heart. And her mom's smile before she looked at her daughter, when she looked me straight in the eye through Zoom, it, honest to God, Kelly, it just filled my boots. Like, just to the moon and back, you could see the love, you could see the gratitude, what you're doing for my daughter, everything in those eyes. And then they looked at each other, and you could totally see the crazy amounts of love that they have for each other. And the daughter turns back to me, his sister, and she says, okay. She says, so after my brother passed, we washed all of his shirts in our favorite detergent that smells like him and our favorite fabric softener. And then mom took the shirts and she gave them to his cousins and his aunts and anybody in the family that felt that they either wanted one for any particular reason. And some people said, yes, they thought they would wear it. Some people put it on stuffed animals 
Like they would put it on their own teddy bear or whatever if it was too small. Some people put them on hangers and hung them in their room. Some of them hung them in their closets. Now she's telling me this, not De Beer. And then she says to me, but Karen, she says, I take mine and I wear his t-shirts every night when I go to bed. And there are some t-shirts that fit my mom. My mom wears them too. And we think that we've got cousins and aunts that wear them too, that are tiny enough that they can fit into them. So she says, you're telling me that he actually is sleeping in his t-shirts, which means he's inside me. He's in my heart. So you're telling me that my brother's spirit can be in my body. It doesn't mean that he has to present himself or, or that I have to see him sitting on the end of my bed like in the movies. And I said, that's, that's right. And she said, so that makes me really happy because what I wanted was to feel him in my heart. Hmm. She said, where I wanted him was not for him to show up in my dreams. I'm not looking for him to show up on the end of my bed. I wanted to know that my brother was in my heart so that I could take him and go with him all day, every day for the rest of my life. And that everything I experienced, he knows I'm experiencing it. This kid just summarized the entire point of why we do journeying. You know, we have an entire tier of patrons who practice monthly, some weekly for sure, and some daily, who are looking at opening up their intuitive gifts. And, you know, we ask them to track their six senses. And so many people, no, you know, no um, shade on our patrons here, but some people are so fixated on what do I see and what do I hear that they dismiss the other senses. And Debir's sister just proved the entire fucking point as to why the inner knowing or the feel inside is the most important of all of them. Right? 12. 12. 12. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I was going to add on to that 12 plus a mother. <laughs> And a father that are obviously doing an amazing job of how they're discussing death and how they're discussing his soul, his Mm -hmm. spirit, right? And how they're taking TV and movies and saying, it's just TV and movies. And how they're saying when they make it scary, they're just making it scary because people like to be scared. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make it the truth. It just makes it a movie where people want to feel a certain emotion and they're feeling that. But you don't swallow that hook, line, and sinker. As a belief system. That's right. Whereas you and I know that many people don't draw that boundary anymore and that they believe what they see on TV. So I want to make sure that people understand a couple of things, Kelly. First of all, this was a half-hour session. Second of all, there were other things that were said in the session. People are going to listen to this and hear two validations, or maybe three, I think, and think, wow, that was it? What a ripoff. And no. You fucking missed the whole point. Go back and listen to the show again, or come back when you're ready. (laughs) But what we basically pulled out here for the show today were three particular affirmations they validated and that we went into two deeper stories about. And I'm not bringing up the rest of their session today because these were the points I wanted to share with our listeners. Cool. I also think that respectfully, the rest of the session belongs to them. Yeah. And I think this did enough. It served enough of a purpose uh, to warm hearts. I think so too, Kelly. Um, I mean, we how many hundreds or thousands at this point, after how many years you and I have been doing this, 
where we do podcast shows over 330 now, where we talk about affirmations, especially in sessions with medium, uh, repetitively on our show. Mm-hmm. I just thought the way that the two of them... Well, I think the love was the other half of this podcast. You got it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Crushed it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.